The Good Soup Podcast is brought to you by Pilgrim Roasters. Pilgrim Roasters is a roastery and coffee shop located at 4120 Main Street in Maniunk, Philadelphia. Pilgrim Roasters specializes in coffees brought in from all over the world and roasted right there in-house. You can find any of those coffees online at www.pilgrimroasters.com and apply code GOODSOUP10 at checkout to take 10% off your very first order. Now that is a good soup. Good soup. Soup's not a meal. You're supposed to buy me a meal. I'm not stopping you from eating. Go ahead and eat. Get anything you want. Very good. Very good. You know something? Mm. No soup for you. Yeah, we both have so much in common. We both love soup. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of the Good Soup Film Podcast. This week's movie, we're talking about a brand new one, The Batman by Matt Reeves. I'm Matt. I'm oh, oh. I'm Danny. <laughs> I'm Are you sure about that? I don't know. I saw I saw Eric Creature from the mic, too. You know? Well, either way, I'm Allie, so oh, okay. whoever yeah, these nice clowns are. And I am Elrada Elrada. <laughs> La. I'm glad we're talking about... Spanish. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, serious topic here. Mm-hmm. I'm glad we're talking about the Batman. He's a very obscure character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm glad that these indie movies yeah, get I'm a I'm glad in yeah. indie cinema's darling hero finally yeah. gets his time in the limelight. Did A24 make this? Yeah. yeah. You I know, mean, Robert Pattinson. <laughs> but he didn't hang down. Yeah, no Robert Pattinson dong. Uh, two out of ten. Yeah. All right, good night. Well, you guys know <laughs> that Robert Pattinson said if this movie flops, he'll do porn. Yeah, that's why Ben Shapiro hated it. Yeah, so everyone, if you could <laughs> please just Sh- stop going to watch The Batman. Yeah, yeah. I don't think ben watch Shapiro it. Shapiro hated it because Ben Shapiro Thanks. hates everything. Yeah, I think I, that's his entire No, I, I saw the Ben Shapiro tweet that said this movie's bad, and I was like, oh, great, it's going to be good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's usually how you can gauge or, it. Or, or he wants Robert Pattinson to do porn. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, both can be yeah, true. Both. I don't think both? they're mutually yeah. exclusive. <laughs> yeah, but it's just funny. Uh, It'd be the most artsy porn ever put to screen. I'll tell you that mm-hmm. much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the Batman was basically porn for me, freak. but it the really... Batman was a very hot movie. I said mm-hmm. the Batman. You so did. It's okay. That. The Robert Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Just. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, this movie was really good. I really liked it. Yeah, really, yeah. really sexy movie. Oh, very oh, yeah. sexy movie. Uh, mm-hmm. So many Dan times knows. throughout the movie. So I sat next to Allison. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, many times throughout the movie, in the corner of my eye, I just see. Uh, Allie's jaw just drop, and I look over. Like when Zoe Kravitz her popped on screen, <laughs> Allie like put her hands out, like leaned forward, and I don't blame her. The bisexuals yeah. really won with this movie. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> bisexuals one, Ben Shapiro zero. <laughs> I think it's a honestly? lot more than one zero there, buddy. <laughs> As yeah, it should be though. That's fear. That's fair. That's fear. That's well, fear. guys. Dennis Prager guys, really won guys. this weekend. I know why. Uh, I know why Ben Shapiro didn't like the movie. Mm-hmm. Why? The end of the movie, a lot of people got wet. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we've been good soup. <laughs> we don't know how to start a podcast. Yeah, this is our first time starting this one. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, overall, uh, really enjoyed the movie. Thought it was very well done. Um, you know, I think probably one of my favorite interpretations of Batman put onto the screen. I'd agree. Mm-hmm. I would. I also would agree, but I've only seen like three. Yeah. So I don't really think my vote counts too yeah. much. I probably wouldn't say it's the best Batman movie ever made. I don't think it's the best like mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. But I think this aesthetic of the Batman is mm-hmm. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. And, th- and thematically as well, I'd yeah. say. Great. So I'm talking live action. Yeah. Mm. 
if we're talking best bat movie period i'm still going like animated series yeah I, but a hundred percent but this mm-hmm. was also like really good yeah really solid honestly like pretty much every aspect of this movie works really really well yeah. dude the look of the movie like yeah. the cinematography mm-hmm. the greg editing Fra- greg frazier who also shot dune I think I want to marry him. Yeah, is that I like possible? Greg a lot. Is that yeah. possible? Every time I've job. recently seen a movie and I was like, that was stunning to look mm-hmm. at. Matt's like, ah, oh, it's Greg I'll just Frazier. say this. From the first opening moments, yeah. when he goes from like, typically like, we, we talked about this in a uh, previous episode about narration of movies. Mm-hmm. This one, man, when he started off with the narration, I was like, oh shit, I'm into this. It's camp. Like, ah, it's camp. He got me. He got me. Yeah. All the way. When you hear his like footsteps in the shadows <laughs> and he's like walks out, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, that, sh- that's Batman. The shot of the guy with the drop head in the rain. Yeah. Very, very wet movie. We already mentioned the yeah. Like, wait, wait, like, wait. Shit fact, ton of rain, but not just rain, like a lot of heavy rain. Yeah. Before we fun fact though, before we forget this, yeah. that shop in the beginning that the one guy was robbing. It's called the good called times. Good Time. Yeah, the yeah. good time for Robert Pattinson. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I still a- haven't seen that. A24 cinematic universe. <laughs> but you should. I know I should. Better than, but yeah. un- better than Uncut Gems. But yeah, uh, yeah I think fair. this was a very great bad movie. And coming off, this is like, since this is the since the Dark Knight trilogy, mm-hmm. Batman's appeared on screen, but this is the first like Batman solo movie, Batman yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. And oh, I think this right. is the best way they could have taken it in terms of like differentiating from the Nolan trilogy. Yeah. I have yeah. thoughts on the story. So like, I like the movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty good. I'm not like, blown away by it i have issues with certain things but mm-hmm. i think if you're gonna make a new batman story this is the way to do it it's yeah. original it's fresh it's something we haven't explored on the big screen live action before and i think they did a really good job of like you said like batman's my favorite superhero ip he's my favorite hero and i look at batman with a very skeptical lens because there's a lot of media out there and there's a lot of bad batman media how, out there. how did you feel about ben affleck's take as batman <laughs> why do we wait, why you gotta make me sad right no now? i'm just oh, I'm, genu- I'm genuinely asking it was ben affleck and batman so bruce wayne and batman are both assholes for the sake of being assholes <laughs> because and, they're played wait, by ben how affleck. many how many films did ben affleck actually Should, do uh, technically batman three. oh technically superman, three, yeah justice actually technically league. four because he what? did justice league batman mr man if you want to count Zack Snyder's just like it's a different movie. As a third movie. And doesn't suicide. Yeah, he shows yeah. up for a hot second suicide. Oh, so right. like my gripe with Ben Affleck's Batman is he's angry, but it's not justified. The, yeah. the plot never gives him justification to be jaded yeah. or angry. You see, I like the idea he just is. of like yeah. the idea yeah. of like an older jaded Batman that's yeah. like post a Robin death and all that. Cool. Okay. Just Zack Snyder just didn't do it. Well. No, because Zack Snyder's <laughs> as, a as hack. Zack Snyder yeah. tends yeah. to do. Yeah, he's yeah. a hack. But mm-hmm. I thought this, this movie is a Zack was, Snyder hate podcast. You know, if you're going to relaunch Batman, and we were talking about it when we left the theater. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have gripes with the way Bruce Wayne was presented, with some of the characters, of some of the other characters, but if you're going to relaunch, this is the way to do it. Yeah. New fresh story can go in a bunch of different directions with the second movie, can mm-hmm. lead a lot of tie-ins, close a lot of characters. Yeah. They did a very good job for a first movie. You have to keep in a perspective, even if you didn't like it, mm-hmm. Batman Begins, yeah. which was also launching a trilogy, has a lot of the same yeah. issues. Well, and the first Tim Burton Batman, which is that those two movies are my favorite iteration of Batman, does kind of the same thing yeah. where you have a lot of questions. One thing I like about this movie that sort of relates to the Burton movies, and 
I like I like that Nolan did this, but I'm glad this one didn't. Is like do like the whole origin story and handhold you through Batman. Yes, because yes. everyone knows Batman. Yeah, yeah. He's we don't we pa- don't need to see Martha Wayne. Him and Spider Man. They're like everyone knows yeah. their. I stories. think the we reason Nolan it. did it was because he clearly didn't read most of the no. comics. And, and Nolan like, was like, I am some... making Batman story, yeah. which no. I'm also okay. And for with. Batman Begins, it worked, and also because because Burton skipped it, we didn't see a Batman origin on screen. Yes, so I thought it was fine for Batman Begins. Yeah, and then. My favorite adaptation, Batman the Animated Series, there's no origin. Yeah. It just happens. It's explained further down the road, but like first episode is Catwoman part one, part two. Mm. So yeah. And yeah. I must say, speaking of that, I love there was a lot of influence from the animated series on this Tons. movie. Which Tons. I loved because mm-hmm. the animated series is like the best depiction of Batman. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And not just him, it's villains, Gotham, everything yep. about it. Yeah. So. Now, Eric, you mentioned that you you did not like this portrayal of Bruce Wayne. I don't. Well, what portrayal of Bruce Wayne? Ah, that's that's ha, ha. the that's the gripe. You see, I get that gripe, but this was what I was saying to Matt because we were talking about this separately. Bruce Wayne, like, is a persona. He's not. Yeah, he's yeah. Batman. Yeah, he is. And what I like about this movie is that he's not in it, but like we see who he really is, and I feel like this movie sets up a good plot line yeah. of him developing. I think persona. it does does the inverse of what Batman Begins does, where we start with Bruce Wayne and we see the birth of Batman. And in this one, we start with Batman and start to see the birth of Bruce Wayne, where he's like, oh, maybe I do need to actually like start putting a little bit into this public persona thing. Yeah, and I might like this mm. Batman's Bruce Wayne after the next movie. Yeah, There wasn't a Bruce Wayne in this movie, mm. which is why I didn't like it. Now, again, this it's a part of a series. Mm-hmm. So that can change with the next movie, which is why I'm conflicted on it. But mm. we were talking about the lack of the boardroom scene. They say that yeah. the board's coming to meet with him and Alfred. I, even if that scene's a minute, I would like to see him interact with them to confirm the distant, not caring, Batman-focused Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Just solidify it for no, me. I, 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 do, I, do I don't get know that. if they're going to go that route with Pattinson's Bruce Wayne, though. I think after the end of this movie, they can take Bruce Wayne into a more philanthropic piss type direction yeah, yeah. if well, they want I mean, to because he realizes how much he cares yeah, yeah. well about a part of this people. movie is they call him out on being like like oh, the one Bruce. politician i forget her name but Real. she calls oh, him out yeah. on being the Real. uh Bella distant Real. like and billionaire yeah bruce sees that uh by not caring about his family's funds they got used for corruption yes yeah yeah I but think... like that no that so happens I'm saying, in like, batman begins too no, where no, they're but... like you haven't been here but, but there's different a few scenario. boardroom scenes that yeah. set it up. I, I don't want to compare Batman movies because I'll be honest with you, the whole what's your favorite Batman movie discussion, like, it's kind of moot. I like a lot of them. So, like, it's kind of, I don't want to compare movies. I, en- and I this enjoy one, essentially all of them. So. Exactly. And this one's so different yeah. in the way it's made, which I want to give it props for. Yeah, I agree that I, I think I would have liked to have seen that scene where he interacts with the board. I don't know that I needed it though. No, you don't. I liked I the amount. I, I, I liked the amount of Bruce Wayne that we had in this movie. Okay. I, I, I would. It, it would have been cool to see more of him, but I don't think we necessarily needed more of it. I think for it would have been nice to flesh out the character a little bit more. For but for the part of Bruce Wayne that we needed for this story, I think we got the right amount. Okay. Yeah. I I, I, I needed it, but mm-hmm. again, we're talking yeah. about a movie. It's subjective. Like yeah. I, I totally I, get where I, you're coming from. I also love weirdo emo bruce wayne yes i I loved robert pattinson as batman Mm -hmm. i thought he was a spectacular batman Mm -hmm. for sure 
Mm-hmm. I'll say this: I like the I like the different take of a more emo Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, cool. yeah, I like yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, it's different. It's yeah. just like Great. if Bruce Wayne, if you take away like the charming Playboy factor, Bruce Wayne's just like a psychopath. Yeah, he's a dude. Because well, he... the main point about Batman is that he's always been like as crazy as his villains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah, I but... like the idea of a movie exploring more of that anger yeah. and like. What yeah. I mean, I mean, him. much like the uh, like we see the best Spider-Man movies are often like. Peter Parker riding the line between his alter egos being Peter Parker and living a life and being Spider-Man and living a life. I think the, the, the line for Batman in that regard is that Batman is often the very thin line between him and his villains. Yeah. Well, I think what's yeah. interesting too about comparing those is like when you take a character like Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Like Peter Parker is Spider-Man, mm-hmm. right? Like Peter Parker, he makes up Spider-Man's morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruce, the Bruce Wayne persona is the real secret identity when it comes yeah. to Batman. It's 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 much more of a switch. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. him in the suit with his anger, that's yeah. like who he really is. And I think that's something that we lo- that we lost with Ben Affleck's is that Ben yeah. Aff- Ben Affleck felt like a guy in a suit. Yes. yes. This anger isn't overt, it's subtle. Ben mm-hmm. Affleck is overtly angry to be angry and mm-hmm. annoyed all the time. Robert Pattinson is angry but it's happening beneath the surface yeah. now it comes yeah. out sometimes when he's beating up the guys in the subway or like later in the movie yeah but it's um it feels authentic it feels yeah. real and it feels progressive throughout the film which i really like yeah i like that it when he's batman it feels like bruce wayne is turned off i think when we start to see bruce wayne peek through in batman is when he interacts with selena kyle Zoe yeah. kravitz yeah i think that like their romance very steamy, very sexy. Um, but I think that's when we start to see more humanity of Bruce Wayne start to peek yeah, through. Because there's one thing about this movie, uh, and I guess if I would have a gripe, this isn't really a gripe either. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't a lot of, like, Andy Serkis as Alfred. Yeah. And I would have liked to see more scenes between them. Mm-hmm. Because one of the, like, yes. the emotional, like, main emotional beats of the movie yeah. is after Alfred's, like, he, we, we think he's dead. Or, like, he almost dies, and Bruce is, like, seeing him in the hospital. He's like, you lied to me. Yeah. I feel like that scene would have hit more... If we would if have we seen, had... like, the coldness in their relationship. I yeah. said this to Matt and Allie leaving the movie. This whole movie feels like I hate 90% of the lead up to this moment, and then the actual moment happens of yeah. character development, and it's spectacular. Like, that Alfred scene. Yeah. Like, he's just I a was dick really to Alfred. Annoyed. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't even that he was just a dick to Alfred. It was never justified by any plot point. Mm-hmm. And then that scene justifies a lot of it, and you get a full circle, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But that doesn't excuse for poor characterization leading up to that. I don't think it's necessarily poor characterization. I think it's a very distinct and unique way of telling a story, which isn't very like normal. And I think, or I think how I, we're used to I, seeing a story presented. It just I, comes I, off I, as bloated. I think I don't. That I disagree with that. I think that your point about his anger not feeling justified is the point of his anger. Is that he snaps at Alfred and he's just pissed at Alfred the yeah. entire also, time, and there's there, really no reason for it. But he comes to realize that, yeah. like that's the point of it. It's that it's he's angry for no reason, and he realizes, oh, I'm, okay. I've, I've been a yeah. bit of a prick. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think that's what that scene does. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, I I will say I pacing is one of the biggest issues that I yes. have with the movie. I think yes. overall, I think anytime you get a movie that has a three pushing hours. three hour yeah. runtime, that pacing is yeah. always an issue. Yeah, like yeah. I only saw it once. You guys saw it twice. Yeah, I, but like when I saw it the first time, it definitely felt three hours, but yeah. I didn't feel bored. Yeah, I yes. you know? yeah. I never really felt bored. I think it had me engaged the entire time. I think there's that stretch of the movie basically between uh, Alfred receiving the bomb package and blowing up to 
Bruce and Alfred's conversation in the hospital. I think that whole chunk with like Selena and uh, Batman like kissing on the construction site. I think that whole like 20 ish minute chunk. I think that's where it loses me a little bit. And I agree that I think they could have cut some of that out and given us a bit more Bruce Wayne in some parts. Mm -hmm. But overall, that part doesn't really detract from it too too, too much. These aren't complaints I'm making that ruin the movie for me. I I do want to clarify, I still like the movie a good bit, and I had a good time. Um, I really, really like the scene where he's leaving the police office with Gordon, and he's afraid to jump off the roof. That was new. For Batman, I thought, yeah. and that was really yeah. cool. Well, I, I think this movie does. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 you didn't. This movie, like, it it captures a beginner Batman more than begins. Yeah. Because begins yes. like shows the origin, but mm-hmm. when he puts on the suit, he's like, he, I am Batman. He's Batman. Yeah, he's like, already he, a ninja. He doesn't really make any mistakes. Yes. Yeah. Like this Batman, we see him with the flight thing. Sometimes during fights, he's not perfect. Oh, and exactly. he gets with hit, that flight moment, and he lets his parachute go, and he like completely crashes. Yeah, really, really he, yeah. Brutal he doesn't way. have all the uh, technology. Yeah. Like and there is no batarangs. The, the camera, the eye contact lens camera oh, cool. is so cool. sick. Yeah. So cool. Very like, Blade Runner. Yeah, too. but this is the Batman who's still learning to be Batman. Yeah, and I, I like I like that too thematically because we start off with like the really intense kind of montage where he's like brooding and giving like the really just hysterically over the, the camp, top uh the camp monologue yeah the camp, camp monologue yeah yeah because like it leads us to believe that he is like this he, he wants to be this dark gruff ominous completely in control figure and as the movie goes on he comes to realize that he's not i think like um something that between the showings i had seen in the like between the first time and the second time i had watched the movie i had seen an interview with robert pattinson where he talked a lot about um well not really his persona as batman because we've already established that we think bruce wayne as the persona but he talked a lot about batman and his actions as batman being more of a compulsion more than anything else and then i going into the second viewing with that in mind made me understand his like anger even if it felt like it didn't really come from nowhere it it didn't come from anywhere but like compulsions don't come from anywhere if you're playing something and thinking of something as a compulsion it's like not justified it's just happening to you the reason we said we said this earlier that like batman's like probably the best superhero and i agree for those reasons like he's the best character and brings about the best themes in that scenario Mm -hmm. like he's very different from every other superhero which in that like most like I'll use Spider Man because I'd argue yeah. he's like the second most famous superhero. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I was just saying, move your mic a little closer. Oh, I'm sorry. No, you're like, good. That's bad. All right, all right. Uh-huh. I'll I'll take it back a few moments then. So I'll say, uh, Spider Man's probably the second like famous superhero. So I'll keep using him as a uh, example. Mm-hmm. But like Spider Man's a character who's good, right? Like yeah. he does good. He he's a, he, he saves is people. Good. Yeah. And Batman also saves people. But, like, there's, like, something wrong with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and I feel like one great thing about Batman... He's a little freak. And I think they do a good in Layers. this movie, too. Like all his villains and stories draw on, like, his psychology. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the Riddler and Catwoman in this movie all, like, bring out aspects of, like... Best Riddler. His dark. Bro, can yeah. We talk, yeah, can we talk about yeah, Paul Dano, please? Because <laughs> I thought... And one thing I do want to say real quick... The modernization of Batman. This is the gig economy Batman. Yeah. He builds the Batmobile <laughs> himself. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. building all the tech himself. Yeah. He's studying stuff in his free time instead of like in Nolan's Batman, how Morgan Freeman's just like, I'll make everything yeah. for you. And it's, it's about not drive. Really a, it's about power. Yeah. 
Yeah. He's <laughs> the gig economy Batman for the modern age, and yeah. I thought that was really cool. And they yeah. incorporated yeah. a lot of, like, young adolescents in America, but also, yeah. like, that mid-20s, early-30s vibe. Yeah, and I think Matt Reeves, specifically in this movie, but in a lot of his other movies, too, is very good at adapting very modern, like social political thematic technological advancements in his work in very like just natural ways yes like the 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 reflections of like the political system in this world are very like very modern themes and stuff yeah no my, my brain just no no, no. I, 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 yeah, even the debate that. like yeah. when they show the debate on tv it feels like a very modern debate they're arguing yeah. and no one's accomplishing anything yeah. and it feels like modern politics are going on here yeah. even yeah. to the fact that they have a young black woman who gets elected yeah. mayor very progressive ideals yes. versus very corrupt establishment bingo yeah yeah which it they're feels already on the talking about in that movie because zoe kravitz's catwoman very clearly states that like all the men being taken down by paul dano's riddler mm -hmm. are all the rich white men and she even goes and she's like well maybe he's not even wrong for that I, paul dano yeah. says that himself does yeah. he not she talks about it on the roof too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. too bad yeah, like, after after he fails yeah, to yeah. go after yeah. Bruce Wayne I want to talk about Zoe Kravitz too but like since we were <laughs> yeah we can Paul talk Dano, about her like Dude. Paul Dano's Riddler like when I when I heard Riddler's always been like one of my favorite Batman villains Same. Like he's he's either he's in my top three. It's like him, Mister Freeze, and Joker. I like Poison Ivy as well. Poison Ivy, but, but, but I'm hey guys, uh, thanks for the that, sub. That was so <laughs> but yeah, loud. So, that was dude. I'm so like looking loud. at the thing on the audition, <laughs> dude. It's like the entire. <laughs> Every time he just starts going. <laughs> but yeah, like when I heard the dude in Riddler. Wait, when he's like, no, no, no. Yeah, okay, no, honestly, no. it's a little relatable when he's like, this is not how this is supposed to go. I love I'm like, the memes you know where what? it's like, not wrong. this isn't my they, head cannon. I love the memes where it's like, Riddler 90% of the movie, I am vengeance. If and then like, hey guys, what's up? It's your boy, Riddler. They made the new him video. funny still. Because like, no. Riddler I'm is. I'm telling you, it's camp. Yes, I'm R telling Riddler you. Is but Riddler camp. is camp. It's yeah. full camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's a character. The selfies, is camp. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Polaroid selfie. You know, it was really bold for them to make a redditor the main villain. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you know, we finally figured out who Q was. Yeah, and it does. It's interesting because it. This feels very much so like a very deliberate reaction to the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Dude, I was just about to say yeah. it where Joaquin Phoenix is a hero incel and the Riddler is making fun of incels. Yeah. Like yes. that's the yeah. point. Yeah. And it works yeah. so well because if you think about how do I modernly adapt a guy who wears green spandex and walks around and like yeah. tells jokes essentially. Yeah. And it's you, you make him overly smart psychopath who has a yeah. limited amount of Instagram followers yeah. to affect change. <laughs> and it's, Dude, it's, when they it's, go, it's, oh, he has 500 followers. Yeah. I was like, bro, but, but those, but those followers no, no, are ride or die, man. Dude, yeah. they all showed up. They were, yeah. all 500 of them. And I think it's very easy when you're kind of adapting like social media, technology, Honestly, current, they poli did it really well. current political statements. Like it, it, it's very easy to just seem very disingenuous and very hammy about it. Oh, yeah. But this does it in such an easy way. Yes. It, works because you can tell the writing's authentic yeah. it's based off of real this is the most grounded batman yeah i will say that which it is, is funny grounded because it's, it's also feel like just aesthetically it just also feels like the most stylistic at the same time other yeah. than like burton's Burton. i'd Burton. say yeah burton because Bur the... burton's a cartoon yes it's but, like, a cartoon but like in terms of like a grounded reality there's still so many like fantastical aesthetic elements one what, what i would love to have seen yeah burton's canceled third batman movie 
was Robin Williams as the Riddler. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would have really? loved to see yeah. how weird that would have been. Oh. I, I, you know what? Batman Forever is a bad movie, <laughs> but like Jim Carrey wasn't a bad Joker for like mm-hmm. a comic book Joker. No, no, he did. But I digress. Yeah. I do. Ri- he was s- he was Riddler. What did I say, Joker? You said Joker. I, but, I meant Riddler. But Jim Carrey the point lives was in that society. in that movie, though, he pretty much acted like the Joker. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, but, like, yeah, Dano was great. Colin Farrell. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't they believe They made a him. gobble ghoul I don't penguin. either. I don't. I refuse to believe it's him. And yeah. even, like, John I, Turturro. I refuse to believe it's him. Like, yeah. I was skeptical when I saw it was going to yeah, be John you, you leaned over to me, and you were like, is that, is that fucking, John Turturro? You were like, is that fucking John Turturro? And yeah. I was like, yeah. Wait, who? John Turturro from The Big Lebowski. He is the Jesus. And who is he? I'm going to put he's Falcone. He's Falcone. Uh, or what? Falcone. I feel like people alternate using Falcone yeah. and Falcone yeah. as much as Corleone and Corleone in The Godfather. It I don't know if that's a reference, but... Yeah. I don't think it's, it's, it's a not, reference. It's not. No. That was also, a joke. I love the Elrata Elada. The, the the rat with the rat, wings. The yeah. Falcone is the one that that applies to like the, the least, least, which is hilarious. But yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like, maybe is a penguin a rat with wings? And Paul Dino's like, hmm. oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> he's like, interesting. When you're running a D and D campaign and the players want to explore an area that you had no intention of them exploring, what? <laughs> Even like, I feel like out of all the characters that aren't Batman, the penguin gets his most solo screen time. Yeah. Out of anyone. Like, even in the car, he's in the scene with Batman, but he's by himself. He's talking yeah. to himself. And yeah. he th- is so authentic and great. And it's, again, yeah. a new penguin. Yeah, I, I, we haven't seen something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. it was smart, too, because I think he has, he easily has the most charisma. Also, I, I, oh, yeah. they, they've cleared some stuff up about the HBO Max series. They are doing the Penguin series still. And, and Matt I, Reeves is going to yeah, be he's, he's executive, executive producer. They transformed okay. the Gotham like PD one into an Arkham one. Yeah, which I think is a more interesting. So it's like, oh. I'm out on all of the. Just make three movies for me. Yeah, like that. I don't, I I don't disagree. Yeah. I'm, I'm but, fine with the Penguin. I I agree that I t- typically don't like like TV extensions of movies. Peacemaker was really good. I know. Um, but ancillary character versus like a main villain in a Batman yeah, show. Yeah, very fair. Very fair. Um, I think it depends on like. I, I don't mind the idea of an Arkham one because, like, we don't know if any film characters are going to be in it. It yeah. might just be setting up a different aspect of the world more. Yeah. yeah okay. But, like, for Colin Farrell's Penguin, like, rather it's just going to bridge the gap between the two movies. Yeah. And that I don't like. I don't yeah. like required viewing to understand content. Disney does it a little bit. A I, little I, bit? I, much yeah. 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 So um, I, I would like three movies yeah. that play directly that said, over I'm each hoping, other. I, I would love if Colin Farrell's Penguin, and I think he's going to be, oh, if, like the, the recurring villain throughout I, three movies. Matt made a really good point, and I tend to agree. I think he's going to be like the Tommy Lee Jones from Batman Returns, where he opens the movie as the villain, but then they reverse it, and like yeah. something happens to him and someone yeah. else uprises. Yeah, I, I am excited for the sequel, because I do think, I think it is going to be much more of a Batman discovering his persona as Bruce Wayne, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping that that leads them to do, like, now that the DA is dead, hopefully they, you know, now they have a window to bring in Harvey Dent, yep. Penguin making I think a power grab, bring in a lot Poison Ivy. Can, can, I, can I say this, though? Yeah. I really hope they don't do Two Face. I yeah, do too. I, I, because I, like I, every Batman series has now listen, had Two Face, and we'll we'll it. get to the other one later. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Two Face and Joker, they're two great villains. Mm-hmm. I want to see yeah. other Batman. Yes, yeah, I, I think they're going to bring in Harvey Dent. I don't know if they're going to do Two Face. I though. think okay. And we were talking about this. Batman mm-hmm. injects himself with a green liquid at the yeah, end. That, I think it's Poison Ivy. Because Poison remember, Ivy, really? Poison Ivy oh. invents the liquid for Bane. Now that's yeah. not across all comics, but like a lot of the through lines. It's in, called Venom. 
Yeah. The Venom. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It is Venom. Poison no, Dan, Ivy no, Dan, is the... It's, it's, it's Morbius. <laughs> Poison Ivy... I mean, Bane is Venom. kind of a henchman Marvel legend. for Poison Ivy in a lot of the storylines. Yeah. Poison Ivy is the one that invents the Venom. So, like, I would love mm-hmm. to see Poison Ivy. Now, here's the thing. I would love to see Poison Ivy, too. I'd be curious to see how they do her. Exactly. And that, are they going to give her powers? Or leave... Is she going to yeah. not... Like, how do you do Poison Ivy I think her as powers? a character would work really well in this universe. Because, like, she also brings about interests and ideas. Like, this movie pretty much had Gotham be flooded, and I imagine the yeah. sequel will deal well, with, hopefully. We'll deal with rebuilding, but it'll be cool to see, like, as they're rebuilding it, they're, like, destroying different parts of the city, and, like, yeah. she brings about good topics on climate change. Yes. Which yeah. I think would be very interesting to explore. Yeah, no. Um, so if they of, lean into her as, like, an eco-terrorist, like, it'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah. I do want to dive deeper into this movie, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Like, we talked about Batman. We talked yeah. about Penguin. We talked about... Riddler. Um, Riddler, thank you. Hey guys, I hey like guys. the like Italian mob style villain. Mm-hmm. Like all of the villains feel like really grounded in the same organization. Mm-hmm. Kind of unique for Batman. Usually, like the Tim Burton movies, for example, are just like Bat villain here, villain here, yeah. villain here. That was very cool. I yeah. just want to say that. Yeah, I will say for, first watch. I Falcon got a little lost in the mix for me. I wasn't really yeah. expecting him to really like come back and be that important. Second time watching it, when you're looking for it, like it's very, I like it a lot. I, they, I enjoyed my hinted. second viewing much more than my first viewing. Yeah, I enjoyed them both. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. and on that, let us go into the reason why Allie enjoyed both. Mm-hmm. Oh, Dan, are you referring to Zoe Kravitz? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zoe I don't Kravitz know if I can like actually articulate any thoughts <laughs> about her. <laughs> About, about Miss Kravitz. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I can. Yeah. I haven't seen a lot of. Uh, TikToks about her. Very nice. <laughs> or I'm just saying, Batman's, nice. a, Batman's a better person than all of us, man. If Zoe okay, Kravitz oh, said, hey, we I do, I'd be like, <laughs> I would be gone. Gone. Sorry, Gotham. <laughs> Sorry, Gotham. Um, no, I do have to say, I could have done without the kiss. Yeah, yeah. same. Definitely. I think it would have been a lot more compelling for yeah. me personally if it was just like sexy longing yeah and yeah. sexual I, tension i think that would have yeah. worked way better it's a, totally it's a very agree. steamy movie not like specific, it is. specifically it's like a, okay it's like a slow burn the entire time mm-hmm. but they like kiss once and then go back to the the slow, the slow burn, burn. Yeah. and i honestly feel like I if we just cu- like did like literally just tension, without yeah. the kiss it'd be honestly like, even just cut off the first kiss yeah that's no that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. what Especially i'm saying like the like it's a pretty kiss with like the sunset and everything but like we know how we know how this story ends like batman and catwoman like never end up together because they're two very different people. It's yes. very sexy yeah. of her. And I, I I hope that if they bring Zoe Kravitz back that she is more more of an antagonist. I because hope she should. just gets more storyline yeah. and more solo time. Yeah, um, I agree. I guess I have to say this now because yeah, I'm just going to get trolled for it. Yeah. I don't like this Catwoman mm-hmm. at all. Catwoman's my <sighs> second favorite Batman character across the board. Mm-hmm. When she, like Batman the Animated Series, gets her own time on screen alone and her own storyline, she can thrive. Selena Kyle is very complex and there's a lot going on. In mm-hmm. this movie, every scene she's in is through the lens of Batman. We no. do not get to see her lens. Yeah? I disagree. Okay, how so? I disagree. I don't. I don't think she's only there exclusively through Batman or for Batman. I, I think- didn't say for. I just meant like every scene she's in, Batman is also there. And a lot of well, what we're no, seeing is I'm- through Batman's lens. Well, great tip. I don't want to I, I get involved in this too much. Ba- Batman's also in like 95% of the scenes. I know. Yeah. 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 
It's like every he, like yeah. He's filtering. also in like every scene pretty much with Jim Gordon as well. Like, yeah. um, no, but I think they make a very they make a very good point of having her show up on her own terms and for her own reasons. And like mm-hmm. she like not the first half of the movie, but like the first half that she is in, like her first half of screen time, she makes it very like point points it out to him several several times that she's literally there for her own point purposes to look for her friend Annika and she leaves him when he makes asks her to do stuff or kind of like when they go into the club and she has the contact camera in and he's like no I need you to do this she's like no I'm looking for my friend and if you think you can tell me what to do you're sorely mistaken I'm looking for my friend and when he gets upset with her she just rips the Mm -hmm. camera out and says I'm not talking to you then and I think like they did a very classic Batman Catwoman dynamic where Catwoman's more or less just kind of manipulating him for her own gains yeah but they do it in a way in this movie that's like there's not really like a conclusion to that story like there's no real like rug pulling moment where she's like haha Batman I've screwed you over for my own gain haha like they leave that door open that like I, I I think she's like everything she does in this movie is for her own gain. Like she, yes. her, well, her 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 passion with Bruce is like yeah. sure it's it's pretty sexy, but like she's she's playing she's him. playing she's him. playing yeah. everybody but I don't think, in this movie. I don't movie. think they leave it where she's like, haha, I screwed you over, Batman. We are enemies. Like, but, it leaves, but also they don't leave it in a way to where like they're like best friends. Yeah, they which, leave, they leave it where that that dynamic and that uh, her playing yeah. Bruce Wayne which, and Batman is going to continue. I I think I, it's you can go you can okay go. Yeah. I. I'll say this. The the first scene where she's with Annika alone in the apartment. Mm-hmm. All we're seeing it is through Batman's binoculars. I would like that scene to expand upon Catwoman the character, Selina Kyle more importantly the character and her background. I simp for Selina Kyle. I, I prefer the Batman the Animated Series Selina Kyle. Now that's a subjective opinion. I, I can say what I want to see on screen. That doesn't make something good or bad. So, I like the kind of selena needs both batman and bruce wayne in this movie she only needs batman there isn't a bruce wayne but like i i just didn't like it that was me now i like zoe kravitz's performance now, I'm a curious, lot so what's your opinion on anne hathaway's catwoman then <laughs> way worse than this way worse i'm not saying this is like the worst catwoman by any means i liked it i just i wanted more I wanted her to have more story and more agency. Not that she didn't make decisions by herself, because I think you laid it out perfectly. I think she does. She goes places for her own gain. But in scenes, a lot of the time, it feels like her purpose is to react to Batman, vice versa. Whereas I still disagree. I really wanted like a solo heist for her or something on her own where I can learn more about her background, her character. No, because I, I disagree too, because I think we get plenty of character in selena mm-hmm. kyle we just don't get a lot of backstory like yeah. the, her her story is her trying to find annika and her being related to falcone and that's not really a ton to go off of but i think the scenes that she's in she does a lot to characterize selena kyle yeah. like she never feels flat or unimportant or no. uninteresting yeah. and she comes and goes like for her own purposes she never is going to help batman she's going and doing her own thing like for her own reasons every single time it's just like they happen to be doing things that are interlapping, yeah. overlapping and with each other because her friend Annika was involved in this. And again, I okay. think it's I think it's the same thing. I think it's the same way that I felt about like the uh, the Bruce Wayne boardroom scene, where like it would have been cool to see Selena go and do things on her own and see like her own heist and her own planning and stuff like that. 
It would have been cool, but like I didn't necessarily need it for this. Also, I kind of feel like she does do her own thing. We just don't get to follow her the entire time. Like her story, like there is something happening the entire time, and that's why she keeps showing up. We're just following Bruce instead because it's a Batman movie. Yeah, like at one point she goes off and kidnaps the one cop. Yes, like that's a whole thing, right? Yes. No, I mean, listen. Well, and then she goes to kill Falcone. Yeah. Granted, I, um, meant, I meant like we see that one play out. Yeah, yeah. We didn't see the cop. It's, play yes, out. it's why yeah. I said doing like, stuff, like not this is a bad Catwoman. I just said like I don't like this Catwoman. Yeah. I also is, think you keep talking about the the scene in the apartment at the very beginning, and I think we literally visually get it through Bruce's eyes, but I don't think we're like only getting like his perspective on it i think we're getting a lot of information about her and her relationship with annika i would agree she gives her the water she calms her down yeah they're dating yes i'm saying it. i would they're just dating. prefer to see that scene through her eyes and her perspective where we do well get- i get i think we get her perspective we're just visually getting it through yeah. bruce's perspective no, no, no. We, we get tidbits about her personality and how she is and honestly how annika is as well mm-hmm. i would just like I said, I, I'd like it in the apartment, hear the dialogue, get a mood for her and the way that they interact. And if that... I still think we get that from like from his well, like It's his super brief, but view. I, think, I mean, we do get some of it. Yeah. I think the way that they do it's it just It's just not plays, literally inside. With I them. think it plays more into their relationship and their dynamic and how that forms rather than just one character or the other. Because they don't know they're being observed. Yeah. And so and they're Bruce acting Wayne's authentically. Kind of being a creep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean... I, I don't think you're wrong. I'm just saying I would have liked it yeah. in the room with them and given her a little bit more. Um, I also, like I said, I'm very passionate about Catwoman. And I just think it serves like their version of Catwoman to tell it that way. Yeah, yeah. It does serve their version of Catwoman. I'm not arguing. Yeah, it does. It's just not the Catwoman I wanted yeah. to see. But again, that doesn't make it good or bad or anything. I'm just saying it's not yeah. the one I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, I did. We had a really good conversation coming out of the movie where I was like, Again, Catwoman's over-sexualized, and you gave me she's not. S- some really good information on <laughs> she's why not. she's not. Um, I don't know if I can say it as how I did in the, the heat of the moment, um, but pretty much any time she's presented in a more of a sexual way, she's doing it of her own accord, and she's doing it specifically to manipulate men. Pretty much any time we see her in like the most like skimpy like sexy outfits, which are never actually gross outfits, that she's always like covered up appropriately. She just like pops her titties out like a Where, little bit. Where's a wig? Yeah, um, yeah. I'll talk about the wigs in a second, or my my interpretation of the wigs. Um, but every time she cast. does that is because she's playing into what these men in the film all these characters perceive her as she's playing into their perceptions that they're going to look at her and because she's dressed a certain way and because she works at this club they're going to like perceive her as a slut or whatever and they're not going to think highly of her and so she's able to play them and manipulate them because they are looking down on her and it's all Mm -hmm. like her she has complete control over the situation because she's letting the men think they have control yeah. over the situation. And I, and I think there's like there's not a ton of Selena Kyle being sexy for the audience. No, it's it's literally to manipulate the men. Yes, yeah. it's more reminiscent of Michelle Pfeiffer than Anne Hathaway. Mm. You don't think so? 
I've never I, seen that I, I one, so Michelle I can't. Pfeiffer is the most oversexualized. Yeah, but woman. she does it to manipulate literally everyone in the movie and double cross. Yeah, but but so does Zoe Kravitz and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. But I Michelle Pfeiffer is. Seen it. You haven't seen but it, but it's no. it's done in a way that's more for the camera than disagree. Hard disagree. Mm. It's mm. for the the literal story, so that when she performs sexy and the men go googly eyes at her, she can flip it around and fuck well, no, them over. No, it's it's both though. I think something that I, I mean I can't like, I can't say anything like about how? Michelle like Pfeiffer, it's for the but, story but it's also the way that they shot it it's meant to be so it, can, it's shot in a way that's supposed to be enjoyable for the audience as well as the characters in the yeah, scene. Yeah, so I can say about Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman that anytime she is trying to manipulate the men, like we're not like I mean I don't I don't know anything we about never, the Tim Burton never, movie, in, in the, but like we yeah. never are like zooming in on her butt, zooming in on her like we are like with her and her face. And like her intelligence the it's, whole time, she has like the first entrance like into the club with the contact camera in, and she's like power yeah, walking, it, like yeah. strutting it's, through it's, the whole thing. And like if this was like a Marvel movie or something, it'd be like, her ass. Cheeks. It'd be her yeah. ass. Yeah, yeah. and we and are it's, it's on her just face. chest up. Yeah, we're on her face the entire time, and we're watching her emotions in, the entire time. In Matt Reeves' The Batman, anytime she does anything that is sexy, sexual, or to solicit male attention the audience it's never made to seem attractive or sexy for the audience yeah michelle pfeiffer's catwoman is meant to be perceived as sexy for the audience as well as sexy for the characters in the scene i mean Th- that's something i'd agree with though and no come on i like yeah. michelle's pfeiffer interpretation. No, yeah, but i like batman returns i just but i don't know if there's ever a shot in that movie where she's supposed to just be sexy for the audience i mean I'd, I'd argue the one, a, the famous both. shot. D- Danny Vito walks up. You do a slow pan of her in that like yeah. tight, skimpy, gimp yeah. outfit. It is it is meant to be representative bed. of the character in that scene's perspective, but that perspective is also conveyed to the audience. They go, Danny DeVito sees her as sexy, and you see her as sexy. Yeah, I. It's also with the Michelle Pfeiffer versus Zoe Kravitz. It's a her point of the Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman is she has been mistreated so much and traumatized so much that she's completely mentally insane, which I don't think is the intent with this Catwoman. Like, she has been traumatized, yeah, I don't think but she's, she's strong. To be insane. Yeah, yeah, she's, like, strong. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is strong in a sense, but she's unhinged completely. Well, they also, she has also just play different roles down. in the movie. Yeah. I'm also, I'm not talking about, like, a literal story sense. I'm talking about, like... The way that they film Michelle Pfeiffer and the way they make her act in that movie is that when you see characters ogling, ogling Wait, I have a, Michelle Pfeiffer I have in that question. movie, it's supposed to be a re- they they film it and display it as though it's a relatable position. Is this the movie where she you see people Batman's ogling face? her in that movie, yes. and you go, "Oh yeah, I would Hard too." No. Hard no. Sorry. Every time we see men ogling Zoe Kravitz in the Batman, you're like, "Ew, they're gross." So even when I think it's the DA guy who like. Is kind of creepy, but not like... No, he's oh, creepy. Okay. He's not like... Mm, yeah, he is creepy. They also make it's a point... It's not like awful. Like, yeah, it's he's, not well, good. Okay. He's, he's so, trying to fuck the waitress in the club. Yes. Like, that's not good, yeah. but he's also like... Okay, so they make a yeah. point of she has to make eye contact with every single man yeah. who looks at her in order for Batman to ID them. And she is like, that's gonna prove to be a problem. And he either because of ignorance or because he just doesn't understand or doesn't care yeah or doesn't care is like no i need the ids of these guys down here and she is like okay i'll do it 
and does it and then she looks at the, the DA too quickly and doesn't ID him and walks past and Pattinson says you have to turn around and look at him again and she is like this is gonna be a big thing if I turn around and look at him and give him like the satisfaction of like feigning interest because a he's high and two he's a creep so when she turns around and looks at him that's when the DA makes more advances towards her and Batman doesn't care I really like that scene that's like the P Catwoman yeah. scene yeah. for me. I mean, that's also why like they are. I like. I don't think they're objectifying her at all because yeah, they are literally giving her all the dialogue and all the agency. She has all the power in that entire scene. Yeah. Also, yeah. again, Matt Reeves yeah. doing very relevant social political themes, and he does it in not like very painfully overt ways. Yeah, yeah. I don't not like subtle because it's it's there. It's very but deliberate, like, but like it's very yeah. it's, it's naturalistic. Yeah, it, it fits that's into the story. Yeah. It makes sense. In. I you yeah. know. Like, after hearing what you said, which is what you just said to me, I really did, like, reconsider that Catwoman scene, and I totally agree. I I think that's her most powerful moment, because even though Batman is watching everything through her lens, she has the agency and the control, and we're going where Batman wants, but we're not always going where Batman wants, so... I thought that was a really good scene to tell you yeah. about this iteration of Catwoman. And it literally, I think that it literally is her perspective. I think that, and we talked about it coming out of it, as a succinct movie, there's a lot of these questions about the characters. They could solve all of this in the second movie. I think movie they will. Me. I yeah. think the way they end the movie, they set themselves yeah. up I, to... It's kind of like, a, ah, we're going to leave you hanging so you yeah. want to come back for I, more. I, I, we, okay. we talked about yeah. this, too. I think it's a lot like Dune Part 1. And again, you... you, you We've talked about this, and it's hard for you to talk about. Cause I can because you you, yeah. you know how Dune ends. I don't know how Dune ends. All yeah. three of us know how Dune. Yeah. I'm, I'm such, the only one that doesn't. I'm know how I'm such Dune a ends. like Dune simp mm-hmm. that I I don't even know if I can compare that yeah. and evaluate that. But media. for for me, watching Dune Part One, a lot of the critique around Dune Part One is that it's not really a complete story. But watching it, I'm like, no, I think it's just leaving doors open to explore later down the line. Yeah, I you know, I don't think it's d- necessarily incomplete. Yeah, yeah, no, I just I think it's unfinished. Yeah. There's yeah. always a difference okay. between just like not finishing thoughts and plot lines mm-hmm. and very clearly like setting things up. Yeah. for the next one. Yeah, and I imagine like Kravitz is gonna stick around and all, yeah, for the most yeah, I'm point. pretty yeah. sure. And again, she I hope is. she comes back as more of a villain this time because yeah. I, yeah. I, especially this version of Selena Kyle and this version of Bruce Wayne will never like work Dude, she's out gonna specifically no. yeah and i again i hope not to hark on batman returns that's my favorite batman movie but i hope they kind of do a similar thing where she's the villain but then in the end is like nah you were right all along and kind of like plays back into making the right ethical decision because that's who selena kyle is she's a trickster she likes to to play with people's emotions to manipulate them and get what she wants but in the end she tends to make the correct decision when the moment matters yeah. most. I don't know if we'll see that, though, with this version of Bruce Wayne. Because we start to... I I really like the way this movie ends thematically with Batman being like, okay, I can't just be this brute force monster and that's how I'm going to solve things. He yeah. realizes that he needs to stand for more and make more of a difference in that way. Uh, but I still think this Bruce Wayne... like is not the clean-cut good guy that we've seen in no, other No, he versions. has a lot more growing to do. And no, I and a lot of the see. issues I had throughout this movie were solved by the ending. I thought yeah. this movie ended incredibly. Yeah. Um, well, I, think I think that the was third all act intentional. Is so good. I mm-hmm. think they yeah. you, like, told the story in that way so they could have the kind of closure they did in the third act. Totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, the, the Riddler getting arrested and then all of the Riddler copycats showing up at the end was a little jarring for me the first time. I didn't I, think so the first time, it was just It was just a little... 
I don't know. Jarring's not the right word. It just felt. The Rushed. more I thought about it, the more I liked it. But it was I, at first I was like, oh, it's weird that like we're just kind of fighting goons and like it's natural disaster type stuff instead of like an actual villain face off. But the more I thought about that, the more I liked it like thematically and what it represented more than like the actual plot happening. Yeah, my favorite scene in this movie is Batman conversing with the Riddler in the cell in Arkham. Yeah. I wish we had more of that. And there he, wasn't uh, really a way for us to have more of that, yeah. which I totally understand, but like yeah. that those in Batman movies, those one-on-one yeah, -on -one yeah. interactions with the villain yeah. are, the, and it was in my opinion, the yeah. best part. And it was great to see a Riddler who, like, he thought they were, like, friends. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They're, yeah. like, inspired by it. Like, it works, exactly. so, it, works, it. it works so well that they don't, they the don't interact at all before that. Yes, yes. Because, so it like, sets you up think, that scene. You, I love the tension before that. They don't interact before that. And then you go into it, and you start off thinking he knows he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a catch-22, because I'm like, I want more of that, but... The reason it works so well in this movie is the because way they set it yeah. up. Yeah. So, like, you know, you can't have ever. It's like the Dark Knight, yeah. where you're like, man, I wish there was more Batman Joker because of the scene where he's saying, "Where's the trigger?" Yeah. But that scene can't exist if yeah. that's happening yeah. throughout well, the movie. Well, and it's also too fun, much of just, a good thing. Yeah, yeah, just like plot-wise in this movie, that like Riddler has this whole built-up like relationship with Batman in his head, and like yeah. there like there isn't one. Yeah, there right. isn't one. They don't know. Like he doesn't know who he is. Like Batman doesn't care. The uh, for the, the main Riddler thug in the end though did pop up earlier in the movie. Yeah, yeah he did. He's, he's, the, guy he's the, the funeral, funeral guy. Yeah. yeah, I didn't know that at first. I okay, yeah. I noticed that immediately because oh. I saw as soon as they were gonna put an emphasis on his face that. I knew in back. my head I saw that that's who it was going to be. I saw the emphasize them earlier at the funeral. Yeah. I just, I didn't connect later. I was he's like, the he's the only he guy. to right before the, the yeah. Uh, yeah, mayor he, comes he, up. He turns to him. He looks to Bruce Wayne. He's like, oh, I hate these rich guys. And am I goes, right? Hey, don't I know you from somewhere? <laughs> but, I think, um, but I think in retrospect, that makes the goons a little less jarring too because they yeah. build yeah. up that a lot of people yeah. want yeah. vengeance. Yeah. 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 I well, they do that a little bit while he's going into the funeral where people are already dressed up as the Riddler yes. and they have signs and it's they they are all saying no more lies like it's I thought I liked it because I was like you get to see the people of Gotham yeah. like yep. sympathize with the Riddler is which one, is an interesting take I think this is one of my favorite versions of Gotham too yeah. as, yeah. as a city and as a people I was saying yes. I was saying at one point like Nolan's movies Gotham Batman Begins had it more stylized mm -hmm. But Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it was just like Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Just a city. Like this, yeah. this movie... Sorry, continue. <laughs> continue. I just had a thought that I have to ask. <laughs> I'll just say, this movie, like, Gotham has its own identity. Just yeah. in, like, the scenes, the way it's shot. I like, love how gothic. gothic it is. Yeah. yeah. Is Bro, there so the blueberries out of the team? <laughs> Wait a minute. It's the some ornate blueberries. The Burton just... movies did it great, too. Like, yeah. Having that Different. Gothic. Different way. Because it's cartoon yeah that was That's, more cartoon gothic yeah. there's like Bingo. a more like modern gothic area, um but the guy who plays the da in this movie yeah was he the guy on the boat in the dark knight with the trigger he does look like him no it's not okay it's, 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 it looks just like him. Yeah. just oh did that yeah. no, in no, no, my no, no, head where i was like holy shit is that that guy yeah, both bald guys right? yeah. yeah they look and then act like their personalities yeah. are kind of they similar. both have like big bigger eyes yeah. as well all right, um, all right. i don't know why i just thought of that all right i i have a question everybody I need everybody's favorite, uh, like C tier character from this movie, because I have what mine. What are we counting as like C tier? Oh, I know mine. One, one liners. My my favorite is one liners. The, uh, oh wait, I know. Yeah, my, my my favorite is the uh, is the I I guess he's the captain or whatever when they bring he's the new commissioner. What, yeah, the new commissioner when 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 Batman gets brought back to the uh, to the precinct and he wakes up on the table and the new commissioner's like, Gordon, what are you doing in my precinct? You gotta get this guy out of here. 
That's my that's my favorite side character for this movie. I, I really like Mine's the... that one cop who's like, Hey, you shouldn't be here. Yeah, that's, that's mine, that's mine. He's Martinez. Just like, oh, okay. But he yeah, starts but ripping he up the rug. He's like, Whoa, 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 what are you doing? <laughs> he's like, oh, You shouldn't be doing right. that. It's so funny though, because he's like, Hey, you shouldn't be here, and then he just keeps walking, he's like Oh, this guy's kind of the Riddler. He's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> like, like he starts no, yeah, trying to make well, small talk. And then he tells him Batman, what the tool is. Yeah. Batman doesn't respond, and so he like he's like doing that thing like you're trying to make small talk, but yeah. they're not really instigate like responding. And so you're like, I guess I'm just gonna yeah. keep talking. You know also, what? I like because they show that um, detective at the funeral when he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, and hey, he's like, oh Bruce my god, Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Oh, and then he's like, Batman, you're piece I, of his shit. Name's, his name's Ramirez, I think. Ramirez? Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um. One thing that I think you just said that's so why this movie feels grounded in reality. In other Batman movies, the cops are always afraid to talk to Batman. Yeah. In this movie, they're just like, what's up, motherfucker? Fuck you. Wait, or they're he like, walks hey, into man. the very, very first crime scene and we're like Batman POV with the camera. And yeah. they're all just like giving him like side. I like, who let this him guy in, in here? Yeah, but like, no one's going to be like, get out of here. Yeah. yeah. And the, the casual nature. So let me lead into Gordon. Because yeah, yeah. I love Gary Oldman, and I yeah. love Gary Oldman's Gordon. But this is the best Gordon yeah. we've yeah. seen on screen. I think it's very funny that, like, on the surface, Gordon is a pretty generic character. He's not character. that important. Yeah. yeah. But, like, well, he's Jeffrey... kind of designed to be yeah, a very like, generic dude. Jeffrey Wright and Gary Oldman, like, feel like they're playing the same character. Because they obviously are. But, like, Gordon's just not that, like, he is when you dig into him. But, like, he's just, like, a cop with a mustache and glasses. Yeah. But Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright, Wright in this movie. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Dude, there, I have no words for Jeffrey Wright. Oh, he's this a guy's brilliant hilarious. brilliant man. Like he is a masterclass yeah. of physical acting, of line delivery, every, of pacing, every even the way that he in, walks in this movie. Yeah. Oh. Every movie Jeffrey Wright's in, he steals almost every scene. Yeah. Robert he Pattinson, stole every scene with him in this Robert movie. Pattinson actually actually punched Jeffrey Wright in that scene. I think what I liked about this, <laughs> yeah. this Gordon, though, uh-huh. is that him and Batman really felt like partners. Yeah. yeah. Like, Gary Oldman did, too, but, like... No, way less. But yeah. Gary way Oldman less. felt like he kind of knew Batman yeah. they, like, and was, like... each other out. It's but, like, oh, he was look, waiting Batman. for Batman yeah. always. They, but this one, like, they felt like they were, like, helping each well, other out. Well, they very literally... There's, like, a line, like... He was like, I don't even know who you are, oh, man. The, when they go to the garage, the mayor's yeah. garage for the first time, and they're, it, like, he... Oh, Batman's, like, oh, the clues, like, drive or whatever, and Gordon mm-hmm. is, like... Well, are you sure? And yeah. Batman's like, "Well, don't you trust me?" And he's like, "No, I don't even you know trust who you are." Me. I think that's and also. And then later in the movie, they're like, "It's, um, it's." I think it's right before they go to get Penguin. It is. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't trust any of the cops. You're the only person I trust." And it's yep. been like an hour. Yeah, in that's the movie. But like they've also spent the most. They're the two characters that live the most but on like, screen. Yeah, and it's this a movie- really effective, just yeah. like arc with characters and i like together. i like yeah. that too because the uh the garage scene is like i'm pretty sure it's the first scene where they're alone in a room yeah together. it is yeah <laughs> and they, like you can tell their dynamic right off the bat because when they're in the crime scene initially like you can tell that they like are familiar with each other but like not really it's hard to gauge yeah. to the extent but well, then when I they're in their garage they have interesting banter. layer to their dynamic that gordon has to act differently around batman anytime he's in front of the other cops yeah um i do my favorite gordon line in this movie is when Batman's like try the finger and he puts the finger on (laughs) the scanner and he goes oh this guy's hilarious (laughs) it's just like Jeffrey Wright delivers the lines with authenticity but also like casual and it works so well it's a buddy cop film at times but it's like like him and 
Batman interrogating Penguin. That is <laughs> when he, when he that waddles, is a funny scene. Wait, when he waddles like start, a penguin. Yeah, yeah. guys gonna like start perfect, harmonizing. Yeah, he's the perfect everyman in this movie. When yeah. you know? they won't even talk to him, they're just turning and they're just like, "Get a load of this guy!" Essentially, the whole time. Yeah. It they you, you two's don't know Spanish. We've never seen Gordon have this kind of chemistry and this kind of importance yeah. within yeah. Batman, where they're working hand in hand, and uh, even when. Batman leaves thinking the Riddler's going to expose him. And there's that tension of, like, he's talking about Bruce Wayne yeah. in the interrogation. You he's think, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's and, like, he's like, you're a good cop, Jim. Yeah. And, like, he's leaving. But even then, he's Gordon like, <laughs> Gordon knows Batman so well that he knows something's yeah, wrong. Yeah, you can yeah. see yeah. it in his eyes. And yeah. he might know Gord- that Bruce Wayne is Batman, but he's not going to say it. Jim Gordon, Batman lovers, question mark? It. It blew me away. I didn't think I'd ever like a Jim Gordon as this much of a central character in yeah. Batman. I loved it. He's so it. fun. I loved it. He was also like the comedic heart of the movie too, yes. but yeah. like not not overly. The cops were all the comedic yeah. heart of this. The one-liners yeah. from the cops yeah. were Dude. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Now, also, I really liked when they came out with Falcone and he's like, uh, the cops work for Don't me. You know your boys in blue work yeah, for me. Yeah, me. And then he's like, not all of them. And they open the door and all those cops are there. Just like great, just yeah. this movie rarely gives you satisfactory yeah, it's, sequences, it's, it's very and that building, is one yeah. of them. It, satisfactory in that here is something that happened, and here's your reward. Yeah, you usually it takes get your a while to yeah. get to yeah. your. Now, that is immediate. Yeah, yeah. John Turturro also but I think fantastic. That's also yeah, why it's yeah. so standout and effective. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's one of very few instances mm-hmm. where you immediately get a resolution. Yeah. To I, something. I think this is very much so going to be a classic Batman movie. Like I think I think people love it right now, but I think like I think it has all of the ingredients of like a a, a movie that's really going to like stand the test of time. I again, I hate comparing. Batman's across Batman's. Yeah. I will say entertainment wise, probably more entertaining than Batman begins. Yeah. Um I I don't want to make a statement on what's a better movie because yeah. they're so different. I think all and, the Batman movies for the most part, there's obviously outliers. Yeah. But most of Batman mm-hmm. movies are all well made movies. Yeah. I think yes. I would really uh, hard to like. Well, yes, Batman itself. I said yeah. most of the movies. There's some yeah. outliers. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but, I, I but most of the movies are entertaining. Yeah. Well, do you know what? What killed the dinosaurs, Dan? <laughs> the ice age. <laughs> the ice age. Um, yeah. But I think I'd still probably say The Dark Knight as a movie as a whole is probably still my favorite Batman movie. I think this might be my favorite version of Batman, though. Okay. I like yeah. Christian Bale's Batman. I like Michael Keaton's Batman the best. But yeah. I'm also, you know, a nerd yeah. for that kind yeah. of stuff. You're, I, you're an old head. Yeah. I, yeah. I think Michael Keaton is goofy yeah. and i like a like batman the animated series yeah he's a little goofy yeah no he's dude, a little goofy we, we we didn't talk about it much compared to like bale and affleck but michael keen's batman's also great i yeah. love batman 89 yeah. yeah returns too but yes. 89 is like has a place in my heart yeah. I, it's same and those movies are intentionally yeah. very different that's why i don't yeah. think you can compare batman and yeah. batman returns and, to something like this because those are goofy campy fun Almost like music in the I mean, scene. Granted, movies. it's hard to compare any Tim Burton movie yeah, to, to any anything movie. else. Yeah. <laughs> and now we we've talked about Batman eighty nine. We've talked about the Dark Knight. So I think the 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 last actor character that I think we're gonna really dive into in this podcast is Barry Keegan. As, oh, as our our unnamed Arkham. Prisoner, now here's the thing. I mentioned earlier that like I don't want to see Joker. Again. Yeah. No, I don't. But know. I'm fine with him being like a secondary Side character. Thing. Yes. Because. Uh, Matt Reeves said in an interview there was another scene that they filmed that cut mm-hmm. in which Barry Keegan was like a Hannibal Lecter. Like yeah. earlier in the movie, Batman goes to him 
Yeah. To like ask questions about the profile I, of the Riddler. I so I like that they already have a relationship. Yeah. I hope, I'm fine with. The, honestly, if they want to save Joker for a third movie, either yeah, I wouldn't. That's I, what, what I. You know said what? You know him. what I hope yeah. they do with him. I hope they have Riddler and Joker always be together from here on out, and I hope they serve like a very similar purpose to say like Scarecrow in the Dark Knight trilogy. Yeah. Where he really just kind of consistently yeah. pops up in all yeah. the. Movies. Well, I must say my favorite Batman story in the comics that mm-hmm. hasn't been adapted to a film yet. Yeah. The Arkham games are based off it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a. The Arkham is here's house on Earth. Yes. It's pretty much a horror comic okay. where Batman goes into Arkham, uh, all the villains are loose, mm-hmm. and it breaks into like the psychology of Batman, his yeah. villains, and the history of Arkham. Yeah, I yeah feel the like threads be a good... that relate all yeah. of them where it's yeah. like, we're very different, but we're also yeah. very so similar. If they were to build up a movie yeah. to where they go into like this... Look, like think of the aesthetic of Gotham in this movie. We didn't see Arkham that much. Yeah. No, but, but I would love did. to see like I said that much. No, but they did like mention the Arkham family. Yeah, and, and that was the cool. Yeah, that was they mentioned the Just Martha Wayne enough. thing. Yeah. I would love to see a movie where like build up Barry Key again, maybe yeah. other rogues in the sequel. Yeah. To I do like a, an Arkham movie. They yeah. Maybe have it. Maybe have it. To maybe potentially it, do something like yeah. that. Maybe have it be like the third movie where it's almost like the trial of Batman where he gets yeah. like stuck in Arkham and all of these like all of these villains from his rogues gallery that we've established in the other yeah. two movies are like, like holding him like hostage. The, Ar- the Arkham games are great. But yeah. like the aesthetic of Arkham Asylum yeah. is like one of my favorite things. Oh, I know. I'd love to see that. And this is film. another credit to Reeves. He understands that the Arkham games, like the video games, have occurred. Yeah. yeah. And tying that in, yeah. even if it's a little bit, Tying that in, he yeah. ties in newer Batman IPs, mm-hmm. which I without yeah. touching Zack Snyder, which yeah. is good. I I think that is awesome, and yeah. I think leaning into that is really cool because I like the Nolan Batmans as a cohesive unit the best out of like the Batman movies made. I guess the Burton ones, but like yeah. you can argue that they didn't have an ending; they weren't very cohesive. Yeah. Nolan made a new story. He yeah. didn't draw. Yeah. Yeah. on it's, anything. It was very much a Nolan movie with Batman influence. Yeah, exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. This felt influenced, but also creative yeah. and new and yeah, fresh. It feels yeah. like it was made by someone who really understands and really cares for the source material. Yeah, it's treated very carefully. With respect, yeah. And with respect, but also the changes are, yeah. are good. They're made with it, respect. It, I it think feels very sandboxy. Way. Very similar to like how James Gunn is kind of playing with a more obscure characters. It feels like Matt Reeves is playing with well-known characters yeah. in fun ways. Um. You said the Joker. I do want to bring up, I think with about 50 minutes left in this yeah. movie, I, I was like, yo, the last scene with Riddler and Joker is going to happen. I'm like, yeah. it's going to be Joker in the yeah. asylum. Well, like m- months and months and months ago, it leaked that Barry Keegan was going to show up in this movie in one form or another. Nope. And pretty much everybody was like, ah, so he's the Joker, right? And everyone was like, I must say what? this, though. No, in his, like, 30 second him. of screen time, yeah. better than Jared Leto. Better, yeah. better than Jared Leto. Well, I mean, is also, that that hard? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> well, it's, the, it's cool, too, because, like, reading interviews, even though he, like, you didn't see him in this movie, like, yeah. you heard him. You didn't yeah, see they, him. They, it Matt Reeves like, put a yeah. lot of thought into his design. Yeah, he's, yeah. He said he drew on the uh, initial design, which is... Forget the exact movie, but it's, the man who always the man who always smiles, yeah. Like this Barry Keegan. That's where like the original smiling. Caesar Romero like, cool. comes from. Bro, yeah. the the makeup and prosthetics department in this movie, great. So happy. Like yeah. Colin Farrell was not Colin Farrell. No, no. and like you that cannot was just Tony see, Soprano. You cannot see like Barry Keegan's face, like no. literally yeah. at all. But the but very very little just bit enough. of light that comes in and hits his face, you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. Again, and you I, can ooh. tell by the hair. That it's yeah. Joker. Yeah. Well, I don't know you if you caught see, that. Like yeah. his one cheek is yeah. like really. Well, Matt Reeves really talked messed about the design up. too, and they, he said that they decided to instead of going with like some tragic accident or some like 
messed up backstory like Heath Ledger or something. Like it's like a disease that he's had from birth. Okay, oh, I like that. So really? it's like it's like it's like a smiling like he's deformed and has this forced smile on his face always. Well, and like kind of growing up with that is what led him to become the person that he is. Mm. Yeah, I I will say I love the twisted dark Joker. Yeah, yeah. there is a part of me that misses like yeah. Jack. Where it's just like him dancing yeah. and twirling a cane and making jokes. Yeah, we're probably never gonna see that Joker again. Not for or a while. Or like the uh, the Hamill Joker from Batman the Animated oh, dude, Series, where he's movie. just a fucking goofball. Well, the Mark Hamill one works too because it flips between the goofball and like and serious. psychopath. Yeah. Like remember the I, I like guess the Heath retur- Ledger did that. Yeah, I guess but, Heath Ledger. Yeah, did that. but like Mark Hamill's like remember like the Return of the Joker oh, Batman Beyond movie. Like oh, that my was God. terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I don't know. Uh, all in all. Like I said, I have gripes with the movie. Mm-hmm. All things considered, I did like it. Yeah, I, I, I think, I, I think I want to see. I want to hear your thoughts if you, if you were to watch it again. Yeah, I think I'll probably like it on a second view, yeah. and I think I'll like it even more when the next movie came out. Similar to how I felt about Batman Begins, where yeah. I was like, I was a kid then, but even then, I was like, eh, some good things, some bad things, and then The Dark Knight comes out, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, I think, damn. I think I definitely think we're on pace for that. Yeah. I think this next movie could be ridiculous yeah again i think same same viewing process i'd say as i had with dune and like everything like that is that there's some bumps along the way but the more i watch it the more those bumps kind of smooth into the overall i'm excited to see it second time and i want to see what else matt reeves does of like the batman Mm -hmm. world yeah one thing i i do want to pose to everyone here i wrote an article sick brag on could Batman save the DCEU? And my thought in my mind was it was binary, yes or no. I would argue after this movie, it's neither. I don't think Batman is remotely connected to the DCEU. No. I think no. he's completely separate now. And if they run Batman shows, they're not part of the DCEU. They're part of Batman. So can yeah, I don't I'll think they ever intended it to the be Robert a part Pattinson of it. Robert Batman is its own thing. It's yeah. Yeah. Part of it. yeah. They're yeah. bringing back Michael Keaton. Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I'm hoping that they. I'm hoping that they just keep it in separate paths. Yeah, I'm curious to see how they do it. Because let me say this: the DCU's. It's not being. Yeah, no. It's. it's I think I. I, I, That was what I said in the article. Is like, hey, this is probably dead. uh, The their best bet is their Flash movie. They want to reboot it all. The Flash movie. The Flash movie is going to do Flashpoint, where it's basically just going to give us a bunch of multiverse mumbo jumbo. They're promoting the Flash movie as like Batman No Way Home. Yeah, it's yeah. I don't like Ezra Miller. Yeah, yeah me neither. Me neither. I, I really but, uh, just like don't right. like anything. That said, I was saying that though because they're filming a Batgirl movie right now. Yeah, and Michael Keaton's Batman is in that movie. Mental in there. Yeah. And oh, I'm okay. interesting. Yeah, interesting. I love that. They also yeah. in that movie. They're also bringing back J.K. Simmons as Gordon. Hmm. Nice. No yeah, fucking. I, yeah, so I'm I have, curious yeah, to see how that goes. Dude. Yeah, I have, that sounds interesting. I have no idea what they're doing. They just announced, I think, today actually, that they just they like pushed they the release. Delayed all their movies. Yeah, they delayed like all of their movies. Well, Aquaman's back too. Aquaman two got pushed, but it was supposed to come out next or this yeah, December. The, like, yeah, it's yeah. coming out in February delayed. now. Yeah. Oh wait, Eric, can I blow your brain one more? Yeah. Guess who the villain of this movie is? Batgirl. Brendan yeah. Fraser. As Firefly. <laughs> no way! That's so sick. That's yeah. so sick. This movie like fun. actually sounds kind of yeah, lit. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does. Who's, who's directing it? I, I I forget. I can find out. Why do I want to say Deborah Cho? No, because she's mm-hmm. she's doing Kenobi, which is not. Yeah. While Dan while Dan does that, I feel like the thing that could save like the whole DC. Mm-hmm. DCEU is if they stop trying to make it like a Marvel equivalent like whole cinematic universe if they they do like just like Batman movies and then like Aquaman movies and then like something like if they just like keep them separate from each other I think people would enjoy that that's exactly what I said where I was like hey 
um, maybe don't put your resources in a hundred also, million dollar movies. Maybe do like Peacemaker, and yeah. then another show that ties in with yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah. It's so I surprisingly also, good. I know. Quick, the directors like, for the Batgirl movie, Bad Boys for Life. No way. <laughs> Bat, I think you mean Batgirl for Life. I'm um, sort of interested in this movie. Wait, who's <laughs> producing it? Don't tell me. Is it Jer Bear? Don't tell is me. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Because then I'm out. Again? No, Jared Bear's not in on uh, Oh, good, good, shame. good. God, what a wild ride that would be. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> no, it all comes I full also circle. feel like a lot of, like, like I feel like Marvel is also, like, steering a little bit away from, like, the let's do another Infinity War yeah. style. Yeah, you see, like, it's, just, it's hard to compare because, like, yeah. Marvel, well, I just think, I think people are a little bit tired of, like, the huge, yeah. just, like, let's like, put as like many superheroes him, into one movie. Marvel made a formula that no one else could like copy yet yeah. Like, yeah and not just dc successfully like successfully. so many other people yeah. have tried to successfully copy it <laughs> the, the, the mummy. remember the dark universe yeah the mummy <laughs> the mummy marvel made a formula that was actually like it's not my cup of tea very well planned yeah. over the course of 10 years yeah, yeah. the dc just don't they, know they tried to do. do it in, in like five yeah. years yeah. dc tried to do it in five years they did man of steel which was all it i don't i good. think it's yeah. a bad movie but it then they're like good. all right guys yeah. next movie bring them all in yeah, we're doing that's it. what it was. And then I was Wonder Woman in between them. No, came out afterwards. Yeah, because Wonder Woman first shows yeah, in Justice and then no, Batman, Batman vs Superman. And then Batman vs Superman. They obviously had Batman, but yeah, they had the Death like of Superman, Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman Suicide Squad. Oh wait, Batman. they killed Superman like right away. I forgot yeah. about yeah. that. <laughs> so like, yeah, I think the error of the blockbuster superhero movie is coming to an yeah. end. Because I think even where this movie is the exact antithesis of everything Marvel and Disney. Yeah. Do. And I think Marvel has to come to an end at in some point soon. Yeah. Like, I, I think they realize that, like, there is no recapturing the Avengers era. No. It no, was a thing I don't that think felt even, new like, and fresh, and it'll audiences never feel new and fresh. Want it to anything, be if anything, I kind of feel like they're going to go more in the direction of TV shows. Yeah, which is like yeah. HBO, right? If mm-hmm. you want to do DCEU, do it, like, all interconnected in shows. Yeah. Stop making movies for it, and let each superhero yeah. have their own thing. Yeah, I, where we've seen the most successful trilogy and most heralded trilogy in superhero movies yeah. is Nolan's Batman. Not the most money, that's Avengers, but the one that's critically acclaimed yeah. the highest is Nolan's Batman, yeah. which is its own thing and completely separate from everything else. Yeah. I hope they do that with this Batman. They let, they let good filmmakers use their IPs to make good movies Bingo. instead of just trying to specifically make product yeah. pieces. Okay. Yes. Hear me out. If they hadn't used the CW to launch all their TV shows, I feel like they could have had something. Even yeah. then, I would argue, early they Arrow, They started early off really Flash, good. Yeah. Really good. Honestly, and season one they... of Arrow was pretty good too. And then no, it, season yeah. one of Arrow, the Deathstroke first, season. First couple seasons. Yeah. yeah. And like even like, Generally, what the CW do is innovative, like in yeah. how they build a universe. They just cable. never let anything like die. Like they had a bunch yeah. of shows. They just didn't have enough money to do no, what their like budget, Disney could their do or Warner could do. Bro, but they had a bunch of shows. The CG in recent Flash seasons, dude, it, it got worse. Hysterical. It's but like, so fun. No, but the first like season sh- of Flash isn't bad. No, no, it's pretty good. No, no I, I generally think it's first, like, generally think it's a good season. Yeah. But yeah. every every season was just I'm the fastest man in the world. But no, <laughs> he's literally Sheldon from the CW, Big Bang Theory. But yeah. that's okay. Yeah. Like they had all these shows, they'd have crossover episodes and all yeah, of them. Yeah, like, it, it was cool. it was cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. I think that if you're gonna do yeah, a universe, they should bring it that back. Is the way to do it. And like we used to see the Cartoon Network cartoons. where like they all kind of got their own show, but then they'd appear in the same cartoon and do a crossover. Or dude, do you not remember the Hannah Montana? Zach and Cody cross. Yeah, there yeah, you like, go. Yeah. That's so like, yeah. like, sweet. All of that, so do Raven, it. Yeah. Allie mentioned camp. 
do it campy because we don't get a lot of campy, comic-y superhero stuff. So Peacemaker kind of feels like it to yeah, an extent. It, it rides the line very well. Peacemaker's not really camp. It's not. It's not. But I mean, like, it is comic It's, it's goofy. It's goofy. I think it's closer yeah. to goofy than camp. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that being said, I do like the DC has, like, several different areas that they're doing different stories and different universes in. I think they could stand to, to tidy up just 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 a hair. Cut it down a little bit. Yeah, the Harley Quinn just, show's just, awesome. Just, just don't kill, cut just that. Kill the CW. Honestly, just, yeah. kill just the CW. You just kill the CW in its entirety. Yeah, yeah. burn it, burn yeah. it to the ground. Hi, Riverdale. Of, <laughs> me and uh, me and my friend Micah, we've watched uh, a bunch of uh, recent Flash CW clips. Uh-huh. Why? So hysterical. <laughs> so like, it's cringe. Yeah. It's, it's pretty see, bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. I don't know how the CGI can get like worse. Yeah, wasn't Supernatural that. Superman show? Is that what no, I'm saying? No, that's Smallville. No, Smallville. Is, wait, speaking of Superman, though. Supernatural is on the, was on the CW. I, hear I don't remember what that is. I'm not, okay. I'm not shitting yeah. on Supernatural. No, you should shit on Supernatural. Okay, cool. Then I the am. New, right. The new Superman and Lois show is also produced by HBO. Oh, wait, they have a, okay. Means it's, nothing anymore. No, I know, but I hear like it's a, it's a visible step above the other CW yeah. shows. Yeah, I mean, if, if Warner wants to throw money behind stuff, like look at Disney. They make yeah. The Mandalorian, it does well, and then I haven't seen it, but they made Book of Boba Fett. That's okay, you should And they're, they're like, you know, you know we can funny? throw as much money as something that we want, but it doesn't mean it's good. You know, you know what's funny? Is that I actually hope that the HBO Max Penguin show is like Book of Boba Fett, because I think Penguin's an actually interesting character for that format of story. Okay. Because uh, I haven't seen I it, see so I can't. Because I absolutely, absolutely nothing happens in the book of Boba Fett, but also everybody's boring and uninteresting. So yeah, Matt Reeves is the Batman. Great stuff. CW's The Flash. Not, not so, so much. Good. Ezra yeah. Miller's Flash. Not great at all. Yeah, <laughs> nah, not really. Nah, nah. Punching fans in the face. Yeah. <laughs> this one's for you, Ezra Miller. No, no, it's nah, not. Nah, fuck you. No, it's not. <laughs> I'll come burn your house down. <laughs> oh, that's intense. Well, strong there, Eric. I think that about wraps us up for the day. Uh, I'm Matt. I'm Dan. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I'm Allie. I'm, I'm, fuck! Yes, I'm Eric. <laughs> Sucks for you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha And we, as a collective, are Good Soup. We are Good Soup. One night only. Hey guys, thanks for watching my recent video. Uh, Don't forget to like, comment, here. and subscribe. Yeah. Thank you, Allie. And well, follow us on Instagram if well, you like us. all our followers us. out there, thanks for watching. Bye.